Hey guys, you're listening to the Fano Community Podcast with Favor, a podcast interested in helping you live your best life and be your authentic self. Sit tight, because it's going to be an amazing ride. Hi guys, so um, welcome to today's episode. Today we'll be looking at dealing with people. As humans, we'll always see beauty in other humans. We'll see imaginations of ourselves in other people. That's why sometimes we have crush, mentors, celebrities, and the likes. We'll also see people that perceive and breathe like us. We'll see those that have clear visions just as we do. We'll see people that talk, feel, and think like us. And obviously, we'll meet people, you know, that question our existence. You may feel that, oh, I can handle just everybody or anybody. But can I tell you that you don't know until you know. Because there are a whole lot of factors that differentiate us with a group of people we meet. Environment, because what they know is not what you know. The environment they grew in, it's not the same environment you grew in. The kind of words they heard, the kind of things they saw, all those things has a whole lot to play in someone's life, in a human's life, you know. So you can not think the same with that person and that's where we now see difficulty in dealing with people difficulty in handling people and who they are but as we go through this series we'll see how you know we can help these people and help ourselves so that we can be okay let me put it that way you know you meet insatiable people you can never please them they are never satisfied there's nothing you would do you can go as far as trying your best to do something to tell you that it's never okay. They always find something, you know, to be like, this thing's not okay. Oh no, you did not do it. They must always find they cannot just they cannot just praise you. You meet people like that, and I can tell you it's very exhausting when you work with those set of persons or you have them all around you. You know, you meet people that are always controlling. They want you to do things their own way. And when you don't do it's like a problem. So they get to, you know, blackmail you and tell you that um, I told you were my friend, I told you were my lover, after all I've done for you. They just indirectly coming from the back that okay, because I've done this thing for you, I feel you should do what I'm saying, what I'm trying, what I'm telling you to do. But come on, the answer is no, you don't own anybody's life, you know. You know, you will meet hypocritical people. They will say this and act a different way. They will say this and mean something different. You meet other set of persons. Christians have that way of saying, oh, a lot of Christians are hypocritical and all of that. You will always meet people like that. You know, you will meet the highly ambitious people and jealous people. They are ready to devalue you. You don't care. Whatever thing that will make them, you know, be ahead of you, whatever thing that will make them recognize, they don't care whether it's bad or it's good. They just, they're just in the process of, you know, devaluing you. So they believe in standing on top of your, on top of your head, you know, for them to be seen, for them to be recognized. Or we cannot pack them all and throw them away into society. We, can't, we cannot just dump them in a refuse bin. We have to live with them, you know. So let's work, work with me through this. Let's say something. Let's say, so anytime you see this set of persons or any kind of person that does not appease you, that tries to oppose your existence, ask this question, you know, why are they doing what they are doing? Or why do they act this way? Because the attitude of, you know, um, writing people off is because their pattern differs from ours. They don't think the way we think or they don't do things we would do this. Now, I had an issue some time back and I did not like the way someone was behaving, the way the person talked, the way the person acted. It was irritating my whole being. 
and I spoke about it with a friend and it's as simple as okay let's see why is the person doing this why is the person doing that and in the end I saw that person was doing it for my good but the person was not just doing it in my pattern and so it was already creating um, an image of the person in my heart you know kind of I was almost getting disgusted about that person and all of that but there was something he said this person actually wants your good but not doing it in your pattern so most times when we don't like people let's ask this question or when people are proving difficult to deal with so why are they doing what they are doing when we have an answer to that question it gives us a an answer to step one and what next to do and what next to follow so that gives you the room to check their motive why are they acting this way or is that just their person or how do you see to do this and all of that so that's why I can say the way I write my A is different from the way you write your A, but we are all writing A. So the idea first, ask the question that why are they doing what they are doing? Why do they act this way? Then it can give you a room to follow up on all of that things. And while in some cases, people are just extreme. So first, you have to know exactly what you are doing or what you are living for. You have to know your existence. In 2 Corinthians, um, I think, 5 verse 15, 2 Corinthians 15, 5, if I'm not mistaken. So Christ died for every one of us, and that's the purpose we are living. So you have to know what you are living for as a Christian, though. And even in the world, you have to know what you are living for, because if you are living for Christ, in any domain where you are, you have to proclaim God's kingdom. That's why he died for us. That's his purpose, basically. So whatever job you are doing, whatever business you're handling, whatever family you're living in, know, know why you are living there, know why you are existing as a human. So Jesus knew who he was. He knew why he was here. So that's why all those times the scribes and the Pharisees were looking for how you know they could control him and telling him, oh, you don't have to heal on the Sabbath day. Oh, you cannot say your sins are forgiven. That will give you the power to say such things. It was because he knew what he was living for and he knew what he was doing. If not, the kind of pressure that came from those scribes and the Pharisees was enough to make him forget his roots and forget why he came, you know, came to the earth and all of that. So this helps you to avoid people that are controlling. So certainty and to a certain level brings confidence that control can never give. Control can never that control can never alter. Sorry, let me take that again. I think as a certainty brings a level of confidence that control cannot alter. You cannot just touch it at all because you are certain. So imagine Jesus that Jesus was codependent. Wow, I don't think that second Corinthians 5:15 would have existed. So you have to just be sure about what you are doing. So this helps you to handle people that are controlling. And secondly, um, I think we should know when the curve is falling. Yes, when the curve is falling, it's important for us to know because there's a part that we could tolerate people and just a part that will be like, oh no, this is just the height. Because every relationship you, um, you have or you've had is a mixture of what you allowed and what you created. So trust me, if you don't change it, if you don't, if you're not enjoying it again and you don't change, it's going to continue that way. So you know where 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 to draw the line. I, I value communication a whole lot, whether in any kind of relationship, whether the love affair, whether just a girl to girl or just an honorary boy girl relationship, whatever thing. But you see communication. I value it with every single thing that's inside of me. I feel it make life it makes um, life really, you know, easy. So. It's as simple as telling your partner, I love you, but I wouldn't have you speak to me that way. Instead of the Nigerian spirit in you that will allow you to tell, that will tell you, 
and I think the highest you can do is to, you know, end this whole relationship thing. Mm-mm. Yes, you love this person, but you're looking for a better way to say this thing because you know the curve is gradually falling. So you like, I love you, but I wouldn't have you speak to me that way. And you see that somehow the other person is saying to, wants to walk his way around it or her way around it, and let's see how this issue can be resolved. You know, it's as simple as saying, I wouldn't allow you pass the guilt to me. You know, but so just. How do I put it? I know when the curve is falling. I know to the level where you can tell you. It's as you can tell them, come. I've had someone speak to me. I kept enduring it. And it was there. I was like, I wouldn't have you speak to me that way. I don't think I've had any issue with you. And from that day till now, we became, let me not say exactly best of friends, but we became friends. Like really good friends. So when you can communicate these things to people, it makes life, you know, easier. So I'll conclude by saying, know why people do certain things and no peace. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for staying just to the end of today's podcast. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you.